Welcome to Jurassic World. Welcome to Jurassic World Minute, where we visit Jurassic World one minute at a time. All this exists because of me. <laughs> I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And here we are, back, starting 2021, discussing Minute 52 of Jurassic World. Before we get to that, David, uh, briefly head over to Jurassic-pedia.com for an article up by Sickleclaw at the end of last year on Manticore, uh, the surprising, or the shadow company we get in Camp Cretaceous, and... Uh, here we are about a week away from Season 2, and I suspect we're going to see something more from Manticorp or another uh, rival of InGen. Yeah, yeah. so we only kind of got a brief mention of them and their illicit tactics from previous season. And so, like you, I think we're definitely going to be getting some more uh, information, maybe even an appearance from Manticore in this upcoming season. Yeah, one thing I did want to discuss, we know from the uh, the trailer, um, someone else, they they hint that someone else is on the island. When, uh, I think it was the last episode, no it wasn't, it was earlier, when um, Sammy gives the, uh, the memory card or whatever it is to the drone... Surely that drone's not flying back to the mainland. <laughs> there's either there's either a boat nearby or another team nearby that's already on the island when uh, all hell's going loose, so... Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure it'd probably be easy to get on the island with like camera equipment if you're like a corporate spy or something posing as a tourist. Especially in 2015 with the world of bloggers and YouTube and everything else, you just imagine or how easy it'd be to go and say oh, I'm a I don't think Jurassic World would check your credentials anyway if you turned up with Ape camera gear and um <laughs> <laughs> and made to shoot a air quotes documentary and then uh, stole half the stuff and <laughs> got out of there. So, <laughs> but who, what Manticorp is? Uh, yeah, it's all uh, a little bit, um, a little bit unknown at the moment. So hopefully season two does flush that out a little bit more, and uh, whether or not that's going to tie into Dominion as well. Hey there, I'm Jimmy Fallon. Welcome aboard the Gyrosphere, an amazing machine made possible by science. Your safety is our main concern, which is why you're behind our invisible barrier system, which protects you from things like Dilophosaurus venom. One drop of this can paralyze you, so watch out. Is this real? It is? All right, Dave, let's get into minute 52. All right. 
opens with Wu almost spilling his tea and ends with Masrani shutting Wu down. As we open on minute 52, Wu continues to stare at Masrani after he was just told the Oryx hid from thermal technology and asks, really? <laughs> so uh, he's completely surprised in that ability of the Indominus. And uh, so, uh, Masrani slowly nods and asks, how is that possible? And we get Wu thinking for a moment and stands and sort of walks over the bench so he's not looking Masrani in the eye. <laughs> and I see what he's about to say here is total BS just to try and cover up... Um, all the all the stuff they're putting in that animal to try and make a weapon, but uh, he said tree frogs can modulate their infrared output. We use strands of their DNA to adapt her to a tropical environment, uh, but I never imagined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, let's adra- uh, adapt dinosaurs to a tropical environment. You know, the species known for the famously tropical environment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, even the, um, from the the novel, the humidity added to the incubators and that to, uh, to simulate the environment for the eggs. Exactly, in an already tropical environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're at Costa Rica too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't, um, the tree frogs were in there for another reason, if tree frog was even yeah. in there to start with. I mean, you start actually thinking about what he's saying, and it's there's it's Swiss cheese, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's just no way what he's saying is actually what the real reason is. Yeah, especially since he's, as I said before, moved away and he's just not looking. He's, he's not looking in my eyes, looking at the window at um, something else mm-hmm. or people working in the lab next lab over. He's um, he doesn't want Masrani to see his face when he's <laughs> talking at his butt like this. <laughs> well, I mean, facing your butt to somebody is the best way to <laughs> talk out your ass. <laughs> well, there. Yeah, that's the metaphor we're seeing on screen right here. <laughs> but uh, Mesrani does interrupt him there and uh, asks who authorised you to do this, sort of rubbing his head like he's starting to get a headache or just not believing what he's hearing. And uh, like an evil villain, uh, Wu turns to face Masrani. You did. Bigger, scarier. Um, cooler, I believe the word is you you used in your memo. Um, you cannot have an animal with exaggerated predator features without the corresponding character traits. Oh, a bit more of an info dump there on uh, on what Masrani wanted as well. Yeah, so he's kind of even throwing Masrani's words back in his face here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I love our 2015 memos are still a thing. <laughs> it was, was it an email? But interesting that um, even though you said bigger, scarier, or cooler, uh, the idea was more exaggerated predator features. So we get that with her arms, the claws, the the quills on her, on her back, and the the teeth, and the that jaw being able to open up even further as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing the the character traits are the fact that she's just. <laughs> A weapon at the moment, unstoppable. But Masrani seems to be getting more and more upset with this, um, with what he's hearing, and he sort of tapping his fingers on the desk and pretty much tells Wu what you've done here, uh, what you're doing here, and then he shakes his head as he stands up. The board will shut this, uh, shut down this park, seize your work, everything you've built, and Masrani slows to walk, slowly starts to walk away as he's buttoned up his jacket, and Hammond won't be there to protect you this time, he says. Uh, which is Masrani serious he's going to close the park down and let Wu get hung out to dry because of this I mean people have died 
so I'm sure that the park would probably be closed down for a short while until they can spin the PR and all that, you know? Hmm. I mean, it's, it, it doesn't exactly look good when you're still raking in cash where some, where people have tragically died, you know? I mean, it, it it's best for the PR if you kind of just shut it down for a little bit and let things settle and then reopen saying it's going to be safer it's going to be better we'll we'll do better you know mm. yeah and like um hoskins said earlier, like masra is the eighth richest world uh, man in the world so this park being out of operation for a couple of weeks or longer while um pr sort of kicks in to say yes it's still safe and everything else It'd be like mm-hmm. just having that that push bike parked in your garage and you never ride, even though you paid fifty dollars for it. <laughs> just, it's um, it's not really a big chunk of your uh, net wealth, unless that park actually <laughs> does shut down and gets destroyed. It doesn't reopen again, which happens later in the film. Mm-hmm. But also interesting here, the the threat or I don't know what it is that uh, Hammond won't be able to protect you this time, which sort of suggests that maybe. We got in trouble for Jurassic Park's failings as well. I mean, that line is kind of cryptic, but there's really kind of no reason why Wu would have taken the fall for Jurassic World. I mean, for Jurassic Park when he, I mean, he wasn't even on the island at the time. Mm. You know. Yeah, and especially like all all the non-disclosure agreements and everything else. We know, well, we know from the Lost World that InGen paid out to the uh, the families of the, the dead people, dead employees, but I don't know if it's just another attempt to put to name drop Hammond or or what it is. I don't know. I mean it seemed it seems especially weird because I mean according to the Ludlow, a lot of people just kind of put it down as a tragic park accident and even didn't even kind of acknowledge that that the dinosaurs existed. It wasn't until uh, the San Diego incident that the public was even aware that they existed. I wonder if it's not so much litigation uh, protection and more so employment protection. With Jurassic Park down and um, InGen and Hammond not wanting to continue down that down that road, maybe Hammond kept him on for some reason and he kept his genetics work going. In the background somewhere. Because surely he wouldn't have been able to go to, say, Bias and, and start doing mm-hmm. dinosaur research there. That's InGen's technology and property, um, mm-hmm. or the patent. Well, another thing is, is maybe, like you said, internally, they wanted to pin this all on Wu, and then Hammond stepped in to the board and, and came to his defense and said, hey, wait, wait, you can't get rid of this guy. This guy is the, this guy's our our dream team moneymaker, you know? Mm. Yeah, well, he could also be the blame. Well, he, he sit there and said, well, these, these animals are all female. There's no way they can reproduce. And being one of the security precautions and the fact that they did, um, mm-hmm. he might have been in trouble for that too. But yeah. True. Yeah, it is a little bit of a mystery. Unfortunately, we don't get any more <laughs> reflection on it in Fallen Kingdom either. But uh, Henry keeps his game face on and says, all this exists because of me. If I don't innovate, someone else will. Which, here we are, how many years after Jurassic Park and no one else has made dinosaurs yet. So, <laughs> But it is a bit of a tie-in to Fallen Kingdom where he, he, um, 
he doesn't want the DNA getting out, especially the Indoraptor. Mm-hmm. But Masmari doesn't believe him, uh, told him you are to cease all activities here immediately. So he's being shut down, and that, of course, is the end of the minute. Masmari's not happy. <laughs> and we're going to get some, uh, some more dialogue next about the mad science of it all, which is fantastic. And, uh, and that one great line, Wu comes back with him at... Um, anything else on that before we get to novel comparisons? Uh, no, I think we covered that pretty well. That's all right, because there's nothing to add for novel comparisons. Uh, oh. the, the novel stays with the boys in the dryosphere. There's none of the, uh, the Wu and Maserani discussion in the, uh, in the novel. So minute 52 is going to be a quick one. Um, yeah, I guess so. Anything else before we get heavy for the day? Uh, no, I think we covered that pretty well. All right. 